This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. And I'm Yandri. And together with you, we're Your Universe Explained. explained. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to today's episode mm. of your Darling Pussy Power show on this a lovely Sunday. Mm. It's quite a big one we will be discussing today. A very important topic mm. that always have been close to my heart. Today we're talking about self-love and acceptance. So there's a lot of things to talk about when it comes to self-love. Everyone wants to be seen. Everyone wants to be accepted. But furthermore, we want to be loved. Um, and often to feel love, we think that we need to get it from someone else, like this hole that we need to fill up. But the truth is that we need to love ourselves. And to love ourselves, we need to accept ourselves, but also to show ourselves self-compassion. And that's kind of the ground to to how we can land in ourselves and help ourselves not to disconnect from ourselves and have resentment and depressions and anxiety and all of those stuff that comes if we put all those hatred thoughts against us. And the intention with our uh, talk today is to open up for vulnerability so people can share about their insecurities, about their maybe self-hatred or resentment. And by putting that outside of your own body, by verbalizing that, we can invite in self-compassion and self-love. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, for you guys that are listening, your goddesses and gods, you can prepare a mirror for later on. How long time ago has it been since you looked at your own genitals in a non-sexual way? Well, maybe today is the day. Mm, maybe the first time or maybe your very daily routine practice. Mm. We never know. Have you always been loving yourself, Yandri? In one way, yes. I've always had this sense of belonging and I think that is important. I kind of could not see that people did not want to have me enough space. I just always felt like, oh, I belong here. Quite naive in one way, but that helped me a lot with self-love. But self-loving... Not at all. I mean, I think every one of us has those things that we feel bad about, that hurts, um, that we are ashamed of, and that we kind of resent in ourselves, that can create self-hatred, anxiety, depression, even to that point that we are starting to hurt ourselves physical and not only mental, and also abusing others or projecting on others. What about you? Ooh... When it comes down to my own core, I've always somehow been rocking myself, mm-hmm. loving myself, loving almost all of my body, loving to live life, breathe fresh air, go on adventures. Mm-hmm. Maybe a reason for that being the need of self-love in my surroundings yeah, and society overall, or the fact that other people's opinions didn't matter to me much when I was really young. I was 
quite the badass young lady, I must say. <laughs> you didn't give a fuck. Living by the quote, I'm not cute, I'm tough. But then I was like super duper adorable. <laughs> I think it was quite the same for me. I had this, you know, jumper that my mom gave me. It said small but tough. <laughs> and she always said, because I've always been super tiny. And she was like, you know, love. The best perfumes, they come in small bottles. So you don't need to feel sad for being such a small person. Because <laughs> you have such a big heart. Yeah. That is so cute. <laughs> yeah. I feel actually very happy for that. Because I think that planted this self-love and self-esteem in me. And then, of course, it's been very good that I've had it quite easy uh, with liking people, liking myself and being with others. And if you radiate that out, that's also what you get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like this, definitely. you know, love of attraction thing. So I'm happy to have that since mm. I was small. Yeah, and mm. of course there has been like parts of me, of of my body, of my personality that I mm -hmm. haven't uh, accepted or loved. But like overall and deep down in my core, like I've been good. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've been like really blessed on mm. that point in life i was kind of a born a ray of sunshine i yeah. was a really happy baby mm -hmm. and you know some people they feel doomed almost the moment they fall down the fallopian tube and mm. i think it's frustrating how the most fantastic and wonderful human beings have not only been born but programmed mm -hmm. conditioned traumatized mm. in that way that they don't think they are worthy of love of yeah. success of health of living a happy life yeah. which are well-being essentials mm -hmm. i mean those things they can come no matter what you believe i mean some people they think that we're born here and then we die here some others they believe in reincarnation or in ancestral things mm -hmm. and Sometimes you can wonder, like, how can a person that been like cared for that much and loved for that much still have this kind of sadness, darkness, or like who in their body? Yeah, and that's due to ancestral things, and then of course the conditioning and the loving or unloving environment that you've been brought up in. So all of this affects us. And first, most how we look upon ourselves, heritage mm -hmm. and environment. Yeah. Uh, I must say, I most uh, certainly was blessed growing up. Mm. I was raised by these powerful women leading me the way to paradise within. Mm. Two older sisters who always backed me up and taught me all that they knew. And not to mention the extravaganza, dynamic duo of mom and her best friend, mm. mom number one and two, who taught me at a really early age to stand up tall, to be proud over myself, and as Grunet used to say, take no shit. To realize mm. my own worth and to love myself in a world who often diminishes young women. I cannot express my gratitude enough for this and I also mm -hmm. don't really know how to spread it. Of course you can do that when it's time to raise your own children, but how do yeah. we do with adults? Yeah, how do we do when you're already con conditioned and mm -hmm. kind of self-loading upon yourself? Well, it's so inspiring to hear you, Hannah. In one way, I can recognize myself in what you're saying. 
I've always looked up a lot to my mom as well. She's been like, you know, super powerful. She came from Chile when she was pregnant with me all alone, not knowing anyone, throwing herself into this country and like providing for the family and being this super powerful fiery woman with her opinions with a lot of love and really always very like sexual and sensual and loving and caring but also at the same time she in one way she kind of you know let go of a lot of the stuff that she loved and that also imprinted me and I've been noticing on myself that I've been having a hard time in in relationships because um, I've been afraid of giving up myself or the other So it's been both this super like, ah, woman power, self-love, express yourself, show yourself, believe in yourself. You're absolutely fantastic. And at the same time, this part of that is not good enough till like a couple of years ago, until I started with Tantra kind of. I got a letter the other day from a woman. Mm -hmm. We can call her warrior for mm. she is one indeed. She's been fighting for a very long time, and I wonder, mm. goddess, veteran, assault survivor, will I ever see the sun shine in your eyes again like it used to? I want you to love yourself, reveal yourself to the world, and realize what you're worth to it and to me. See what it all could be, for I have faith in thee, so... I will mm. share your story, warrior woman, for we can all recognize ourselves in your misery. And for I wonder, how can we turn this self-loathing mm. into self-loving? Mm. So here follows the sharings of a broken woman, a very strong one, brave enough to contribute to this community, mm. for we all want to be able to heal. Mm. A hollow shell, empty, Lonely, screaming for fulfillment. That is what remains, what is left. Rape, assault, abandonment. This is what defines me. Acts of violence and ignorance, self-inflicted and endured. Bereft of will and mental strength. I no longer hold power over myself. I deserve it. I had it coming. Blame. Guilt. Consuming me. Making me crave danger and pain. It's all I'm good for. To be used. Tossed. As they please burning the damage into my very essence, pulling me farther over the edge. This is me, damaged, hurt, used, a broken shard of glass, edged, split, no longer a part of what used to be, Only what remains, useless, discarded, barely holding together, unable to breathe, no longer participating in life, avoiding, escaping, scared of living, terrified of feeling, 
all that I have is pain. Physical hurt, all else is too much to bear, to feel, all but the void, terrifying, dark, reaching for me, making me shiver, freeze, scream out in panic, unable to move, stuck in a paralyzed state of being, engulfing my world, killing me slowly, ending what was me and creating what I am. Hmm. I want to start with uh, thanking Warrior Woman for hmm. sharing her darkness with us. For shared darkness also is half the darkness, but thank you for your courage. Hmm. So how can we as a community rise and come together and hmm. support each other in these times where maybe not always uh, sick care and health care can do enough and hmm. you fall between the shares? Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, a lot of women, many times we feel disconnected from other women, from other sisters. We feel like there's this competition ongoing and you don't dare to show yourself vulnerable or people are picking on you or talking shit about your back and gossiping. And all of those things, they contribute to make you feel smaller, weaker, and sometimes also to repeat that cycle to do that same thing. And one thing with this kind of sharings, with opening up a supportive community where we strengthen each other, where we raise each other, mm. where we lift in each other, instead of, you know, stomping on each other and oh I know your weak spot so I will use it instead of doing that but you know lifting that up and opening up we can build a powerful society of love instead of ignorance or instead of abuse and self-hatred because often when we have this feeling of insecurity or self-hate or lower self-esteem What we do is that we try to, you know, put on this warrior face or this like angry face or I don't feel anything and start projecting onto others and we stomp on others. A lot of people do instead and that creates more wounds, more trauma, more to heal instead of revealing and opening up and sharing. As you said, sharing is both lowering the pain and carrying it together. But sharing is also caring, as we can say. <laughs> yeah. And many of you probably heard this before. Everyone kind of says it. But yeah, a lot comes from the childhood. And when you talk about childhood, you can talk about how a person receives love. Mm -hmm. So how has your parents or your very close environment showed you love and acceptance? So due to how you got love when you were as a kid, that will also be imprinted as a pattern of how you search for love when you grow older. So for example, if you live in a family where you have to do stuff to earn love, you know, you have to perform, then all the time when you grow older, you will continue this cycle, you will repeat it. Like I need to be best or everything is a competition or I need to perform for others to love me. Like it's not good enough just to be me. Because when I was a kid, it was not good enough just being. I had to do. Another way can be like, I don't receive love. I need to kind of like ah, scream or do something so people notice me. Mm. And then 
people notice me every time I do something bad, maybe. Whatever it is, the pattern you get or agree upon that comes so deep within and that affects you. We can take like um, a kind of easy story on this. Let's say um, you have this girl and she's seven years old, home singing, super happy, like la 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 la, singing around whatever song, her favorite song, dancing, fully joyful, not aware of anything. She's in her own bubble like kids are. And then the mother comes home. The person that means the most to this girl, the person that loves the girl from the deepest of her heart. But she had this super stressful day, a lot of work, a lot of problems, and she's super tired and drained. And she comes home and the voice of the girl, it's not ugly. It's just disturbing her at this very moment. So she rages out, shut up. You have such an ugly voice. How can you sing? And the girl gets quiet and then she stops singing and maybe she stops talking and stops saying things in class because with one word the person she loved the most that cared for her the most hurt her the most like with a sword with your words you can create wounds but you can also heal and what the mother did without intention unconditionally was telling this girl her own daughter that your voice is bad no one wants to hear it and this is a belief that grew into this girl then you have to do so much to reveal this and to change this pattern to start believing that you can actually sing or that you can actually do whatever you when you were a kid suddenly thought that you couldn't and it didn't come from hate or anything it was just the wrong thing at the wrong moment so many of those really small things can be so deep wounds inside of us and what starts with this is that we create those false beliefs in our heads that becomes this reality story or life story that i'm not good enough so we come into self-limitations We start self-blaming ourselves. We get self-criticism. We have a bad self-image. And we start neglecting ourselves. And all of this creates this self-hate that can continue with possessions or obsessions of food, of prestige, of performance. All different self-destructive behaviors just to prove... sometimes all of them at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And then not just physical acting out. Maybe you're becoming cold and harsh as a person because Mm. you're so afraid of not belonging. So you put yourself out there. No one else needs... To say you're not welcome because you're not welcoming yourself. And that's kind of the biggest self-hate that we can have. When we already think that someone does not like us. So we don't even try. But we become cold and angry instead. And those are the things that we want to reveal, unleash, say out loud. So we can let them go and so we can hold each other in love. Mm. Mm. You're a strong woman. Yeah. You're a wise woman. Mm. You're a God's woman. You are fire. You <laughs> are loved and you know that. And now it's time for some midway mindfulness. Mm. So every 
pussy bearer or cock bearer or any genital bearer. I hope you're prepared with a mirror. And if you don't have one, you can actually use your phone. And just start by finding yourself in a comfortable position if possible. Have or take off as much clothes as you feel comfortable with. And in some way, try to make your genital, your portals of life visible. Because we're doing a yoni gaze. And yoni is another name for punani or pussy, also part of the womb. And everyone, whether your gender, has a yoni and a womb, either physical or energetical. So you can all just allow yourself to take a big, big, deep, deep inhale. And exhale out through your mouth. (sighs) And start by landing with your left hand upon your heart, connecting. And your right hand by your genital. Really holding it there and allowing yourself just to be present with your heart and with your genital. Deep inhale in through your heart and out through your yoni. Twice more deep inhale. Exhaling out with a sigh. And one very, very last deep in. Hold it. And relax, release. (sighs) Beautiful. And just allow yourself to sit there or stand or lay, whatever feels comfortable for you, with both of your hands connected, allowing yourself to just start feeling what happens under your right hand. How does she speak to you? Is she moving, breathing? Does it tickle? (laughs) And at the same time, notice how your heart is beating. And if you never do, do those things, maybe it's everything is a new sensation. And if you're very used to uh, meditations or thinking, observing your breath, just notice how the difference is when you actually hold your genitals, your sexuality, your sensuality, your intimate parts at the same time. Allowing yourself to land fully in your heart, in your yoni, and feeling that deep, ancient power within. It's like you're holding every yoni in the world at the same time. It's this collective wisdom that is gathered in you, in those universal divine portals of heaven. And did you, goddess, know that when someone gazes into your yoni, they not only gaze into your soul, Put the gaze into the soul of the universe. Hmm. So gently preparing yourself for a yoni transfiguration. Meaning that you will gaze into your yoni and allow whatever comes to come. Whatever she speaks to be said, to be revealed. Whatever shows to be seen and accepted. Whatever seen to be loved and honored. To whatever seen to be celebrated as it should. Allowing yourself to feel your own presence. Maybe taking one more deep breath in. And with your next exhale, allowing you to soften your eye gaze and gently open your eyes. Mirroring and gazing deep in towards the mirror or your phone and really just looking into yourself. Allowing your focus to be present, 
allowing yourself to drown in that juiciness, deliciousness. And whether you feel that or not, allow yourself to be seen with loving eyes. And maybe you never done this before. Maybe you only touched yourself sexually. Or maybe you not never even looked upon yourself because it was shamed or not for being worshipped or looked at. So take this chance to really honor yourself. To seeing that unique piece of art that you are. A beautiful flower with different shapes, different textures, with different smells, different tastes. And maybe you're bleeding today. What a blessing. Maybe you even see some red shining sparkling lights floating out like a gift to the earth. Just gaze upon yourself and witness how you can observe that miracle that you are. That infinite portal, that power and wisdom, that space where so much want to enter, to control, that is yours. The place giving birth, the place connected to your throat, to your heart, to your voice. Allowing yourself to witness and see yourself. All that you are, all those bits, those tiny lips, those hanging lips, those floppy lips, those thick lips, those pink lips, those black lips, those brown lips, those gray lips, those hairy lips, those soft lips. However you look, see yourself without judgment, without needing to change or do, fully present. And notice how she thanks you for honoring her, for seeing her, for believing in her. And yes, she forgives you for all the times that you might have overstepped her. Because she knows that you did not know better at that time. But now you see what to honor, what to love. Deep breath in. And allow yourself to land back with a hand upon your yoni and one by your heart. And just feeling your own heart pulsating, your own yoni is fully aliveness. Mm -hmm. To all you beautiful yoni bearers out there, proud of yourself. Mm. Mm. Before entering the studio today, we actually did some uh, yoni gazing together. Mm-hmm. My uh, honey punani said hello to your Randy Handy Andy Candy. And uh, what is it good for? Absolutely everything. So what is actually the importance of uh, self-love? Well, self-love is kind of the key to everything. Because if you love yourself, you will also start loving others. But how to do that? Mm. Mm. Can you completely love yourself when you hate others? No, I fully believe you can't. Because everything that you dislike in someone else or in something else, it's in some way a trigger coming from yourself. 
it doesn't mean that if I dislike that behavior from a person, it doesn't mean that I behave the same. It can just mean that maybe I have had those thoughts or maybe I did that way before and now I'm not. So I want to, you know, distort myself from that. I want to separate myself from that. But I, I fully believe that all kind of hatred, it comes from either misunderstanding, not knowing, a fear, a pricing from within yourself. When it comes from a deep trauma, yeah, then it's not that person's behavior mm. that is triggering inside of you because, you know, it's never yeah. your own fault that no. you have been... Um, no going through trauma but we always we often believe that that's mm. the issue that it's never our fault that we've been through traumas or that people treated us badly but we tend to think that it's our fault we tend to think that the positive things happening to us they are due to others but the bad things happening to us are due to ourselves and how can they yoni gazing Increase your self-love. We often tend to, if we even touch ourselves or look upon ourselves, we do it either with shame and guilt or disgust, or we do it in a very sexualized way. So what yoni gazing is, it's actually with full presence and full awareness, gazing mm-hmm. or you know witnessing yourself. So it's kind of holding space for your own body, for your own temple. So it's a way of honoring yourself. And when you look upon yourself with those eyes, something happens deep within. We mm. are touched. Mm. So, I mean, it's, I mean, if you go into a room and you see someone, you know, throwing eyes towards you, what are you doing here? Who do you think you are? Or what, whatever. You feel that. You feel like it's ugh, itching in the body. It doesn't feel good. In the same way, if you look upon someone with loving eyes, with honoring eyes or curious eyes, you will feel... A lovely feeling in your body instead and those pleasurable sensations those like happy sensations curious sensations those brings self-love to your body because mm. suddenly you will start connecting those positive things towards yourself and also i really felt that when you and i did the mm-hmm. yoni gazing before that ooh, it's not so often that I just hang out with my vagina without it being sexual. I know. I'm like, well, hello. Why aren't we hanging out more often? Why am I only using you when it's pleasure time, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I want to be sad with you. I want to be angry with yeah. you. I want to get yeah. jiggy with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe you should take a cup of tea with your yoni. I think so. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's really important uh, to come into terms with yourself. So actually sitting and drinking some tea and talking to your yoni and in some way giving your yourself the self-forgiveness that we often lack. On the topic of self-forgiveness, I think that's the way of healing oneself. Not only forgiving yourself, but actually really forgiving your parents or anyone that has hurt you. Because by forgiving someone... It's not that you give them the power. What you do is you release this negative energy that you're holding deep within. You're releasing it out. So you're not doing them a favor. You're doing yourself a favor. At the same time, you are allowing yourself to understand that you always do your best. Just as your parents always did their best. They did not know elsewise. Because if they would, they wouldn't have done it. By forgiving yourself... 
and for having compassion with yourself allowing yourself to do mistakes and being okay if you've done them you can start loving yourself you can start accepting yourself you can start rising up to your full potential then it's time for our delicious exercise of the week Ooh, what mm. exercise do you have for us this episode um, well i started upon it saying to take a cup of tea with yourself yeah. with either your yoni or with the whole of your body mm. so actually giving yourself every day if you can i would suggest at least five minutes of time to be with yourself and followed by giving yourself self-pleasure but in a non-sexual way and that means not going for the clit or the yoni but actually how can i feel pleasure on all of my body with my own touch maybe with tongue with hands with the hair with the breath just sensually exploring like very curious like more curious and loving romantic exactly. rather than sexual yeah not sexual at horny. all not sexual at all and just mm. notice what happens and i would love you to look at your yoni before you do this and after you do this i would like to give you this challenge to do this for one month giving yourself self-pleasure not like sexual and not straight on your yoni. So you want to focus on all of your body for five minutes a day. And before you do, gaze upon your yoni. If you see any changes, it can be everything from juiciness to size or color of lips and na na na. So that is the second part. First part, taking a cup of tea. Second part, mm, pleasure touch. And third one, to try the same thing, but with an object. One new object per day. First thing, maybe you take an orange. How does that orange feel? The texture, if you open it up. How much pleasure can you get from an orange? And then maybe a pencil, day number two. Like different stuff. Exploring. How can I find pleasure from different objects that I normally see as weird or, you know, not for pleasure? Yeah. And for the ones not seeing you right now, you mean stroking mm. all over your body. Yeah, but it can also be like, mm, how is like a stone? Or like on the face. On the or... face or maybe in your mouth. Like how does a stone feel in my mouth? And how does it feel <laughs> if I stand on the stone or if I like pinch myself with the stone or if I gently stroke it? So three things. Take a cup of tea with yourself. So be present with yourself. Then give yourself self-pleasure in a non-sexual way. All of the body. And third of all, try it with an object, different objects, and maybe especially objects that you think are not for pleasure. So that also makes us come into next week's episode, mm -hmm. actually, talking a little bit about pleasure, because mm -hmm. next episode we will be talking mm -hmm. about pleasure. Ooh, nice. Mm -hmm. For this exercise of this week, you will find it on our Instagram account. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact us on our email address, yoniverseexplained at k103.se, or you can DM us on our Instagram account at yoniverseexplained. And to all my self-doubters out there mm. wrapping up today's episode about self-love and acceptance, one day, silver will fall from the sky. There are plenty of tiny, tiny little stars falling down over you, pouring down, and suddenly all of your dreams, even the wildest ones, have become true, and all you have given 
has returned. Allow yourself to be seen, to reveal, to deal and accept, to heal from love, to honor thyself, and celebrate all that deliciousness that you are. Ha. <laughs> As you'll hear from again on the radio in two weeks from now, I'm Hannah. And I'm Yandri. And together with you, we're Your Universe, Universe Explained. Explained. So turn on your listening. Tune in to K103 and tap that yoni out. A mother, sister, lover, giver, human. I see you, goddess you are, perfectly perfect and complete. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.